Hey guys, we're back at it again this week. As you can see, now we're back on the water. I know that you enjoyed the videos when we were on the water previously. Wanted to give that back to you. Again, you can see the beautiful colors out here once again this weekend. Starting to get a little busy out here. It's not It's not going to be like one of the functions we were on previously, like uh, the, the H2O Fest we came out to before, it was completely packed. That's what you're going to find on holidays. But when you come out on a weekend, you know, this, this is a, a nice weekend, slight breeze, no real rain in the forecast, so here we are. Anyway, we're going to be talking about the pros and cons of living in Florida, particularly Southwest Florida. And Carl Russell here, he is one of the new team members. Uh, he's somebody you might end up working with if you work with our team. And uh, he's going to help me out going through some of the pros and cons of living in Southwest Florida in 2023. We're getting after that next. Okay guys, as you know, uh, my name's Craig Cunha. I am a realtor here in the area. Carl Russell is part of our next Florida home team. Um, he's going to be assisting in all the different facets of business. So you might speak to him sometimes, might speak to me sometimes, but you get the whole team working with us. Contact information's on the screen. So if you want to discuss a property search or anything in particular about living in the area that you're unaware of, reach out to one of us. We'll make sure that we answer all your questions. But to start this pros and cons list off, Carl's going to be taking the cons, I'm going to be taking the pros, and we're going to give you as much information without overdoing it. And if you have more questions specifically, just reach out to us, we'll be happy to answer it. Alright Carl, go ahead, hit me with the first con that you have for living in Southwest Florida in 2023. Well Craig, the first con I have is extreme heat and humidity. Florida's <laughs> hot and humid climate, especially during summer months, it can be brutally hot out here. But it can be uncomfortable as well, leading to health concerns and discomfort. Tell me why it's worth it. Well, first and foremost, I will agree this summer has been in the hundreds most days with a heat index, quote unquote. Um, 90s is generally where the temperature is. Humidity kicks it up like that. But I will tell you that my pro for it is the year round tropical climate. Yeah. It's hot, that's tropical. But I also flew into uh, Minneapolis to go to Wyoming. It was 100 degrees there. So Minnesota gets 100 degrees in the summer and freezing in the winter. So I think I'll take year-round tropical climate and all of this that goes with it. All right, Carl, so go ahead, hit me with the number two con for living in Southwest Florida. Number two, hurricanes. The risk of hurricanes around here yeah, and you scared? Well, uh, I'm not really scared today. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna say the pro to this is the stunning waterfront living. So hurricanes absolutely can come. We're on the water. Um, they have hit our area in varying degrees, but even last year with Ian, that was the worst storm we've experienced in this area. And guess what? We're right back at it. We're continuing to build, continuing to thrive. People are coming here still. You heard last week's video, 1,258 people a day are coming to Florida, net migration. There's a reason for it. Do you want this or do you want what you get living up north? All right, Carl, number three. Give me your three. Con. Everybody's worried about insurance costs going up. High insurance costs in Florida is definitely something that people are concerned about when buying down here. I don't disagree. Um, 
I do want to speak to that real quick because I've had a number of clients recently purchase homes. They're getting their insurance. I live in a newer home. I've got very affordable insurance. It didn't go up even though I filed a claim. So a lot of it comes down to location, type of home, um, and if you've got all the credits that you get for the facets of your home, the three nails in your hurricane straps, and, the, and if you have built after 2005, you're going to have updated codes and in most cases save more money. So newer homes, lower insurance. Um, but yeah, the only pro to that is go new construction. <laughs> I, I don't have a pro to necessarily put with that, but I will say one of the pros that, that's uh, being outlined is affordable housing. And I know you're gonna sit there and kind of chuckle through your teeth about that one, but it is very affordable. If you wanna live in Florida, you can still get a condo here in the hundreds or low 200s. A single family home, I'm finding them now in the mid 200s. So if you want to be here, you can do it affordably. The interest rates make it a little harder, but we'll be talking about that in a minute. Carl, give me number four, four number four con. All right, higher property tax. Uh, all right, why do you think that is? What's the number one thing for higher property tax? And nobody thinks about when you're saying, oh, my home is worth so much. Higher property tax goes <laughs> correlated with the value of your property. Boom, and there's the problem. It's a con only because people think about the expense, but you're not thinking about that lovely thing called equity that everybody wants, but nobody wants to pay for. So I'm gonna take that con away. Good job. Um, it's, it's called reality. And, that's, and it's everywhere that's, throughout the country. That's what it is. Anybody, anybody that has increased property value will have increased property taxes. That's just the way it goes. There's no way around it. So right, try New <clears throat> Jersey. No. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I'm going to hit my number four. Uh, pro is actually showing a strong, a strong job market. And I know that your first thing is going to be, yeah, but you don't pay that much down there. Well, it kind of depends on what your specialty is, what your skills are, what your education is. I mean, it's like anywhere else in the country. You can have a poor paying job in New York City if you didn't get an education or you don't have experience. That's just what it is. Same thing here. Now, we have a lot of construction. We have a lot of new businesses coming in. We need a lot of leaders here too. So it's not just the young kids that are trying to learn a business. There's professionals that make a good, good living managing different uh, businesses and different companies coming in the area. So plenty of work here if you want to be here. Um, health field is still very strong and again construction is going to be thriving for many many years to come. And don't forget since COVID back in 2021 I believe a lot of remote uh, a lot of remote employees right now. So tons of remote. A lot, a lot of corporations allow you to work from anywhere. Hey uh, Carl yes, if sir. you have to skip on your list look for real quick what does it say about schools on the cons list? Uh, education concerns. We don't feel that this area has the quality and level of teachers that our children deserve. What do you say about that? I don't know because everything I see it says we have top rated schools and if you, there's a there's something you have to think about. I have a son. He's 14 years old. Carl has a son. What grade is he in? He's in third. Third grade. So I've got we've got a ninth grader and a third grader. Those school levels vary greatly in ratings. Um, elementary school, middle school, there is generally an A B rating with almost every school locally. As soon as it hits high school, it goes to a C and a D. Any any interest in guessing why? What is different about high school than the other two groupings? Girls and sports. These are now teenagers or boys. So these are teenagers. Their interests are varied 
and my son is never home. He's out running doing something because that's what teenagers do. So when your interests and concerns are somewhere else, your grades suffer. That's more what the ratings are about. It's not the quality of the teachers, the quality of the schools. It's the kids, and that's everywhere. Because I was one of those kids growing up, and Carl, I, I know you were too. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> All right, jump on number. Uh, let's see. That, that was number five for schools. Let's go back to. Um, let's go back to environmental concerns. All right, hit me with that. What, what are they saying about uh, a con being environmental concerns? Uh, red tide, which is something that's developed with uh, farmers uh, over. I wouldn't say over, but the runoff of pesticides used for crops, and it runs down into our waterways. All right, so yeah, there is stuff that's uh, washing down the river and it does get in our canals. I was shooting this uh, video the other day um, showing where the new food uh, truck park is going to be here on Cape Coral Parkway. And if you look real close, there's a bubbling system that they put at the entrances of all the canals to keep the blue-green algae from going up. So we're addressing the environmental concerns. So I'm going to say the pro to that side of it is the proximity to beaches and other waterfront activities because again we have waterfront restaurants with more coming all the time uh, fort myers beach is being revitalized margaritaville is going to be done here in, within the next year we've got the Sunseeker resort up in uh, port charlotte that's being done there's so many waterfront things to do venice beach is there fort myers beach sanibel captiva uh, so proximity to waterfront and all the activities that come with it that's my pro to counter the environmental concerns Let's go to traffic congestion. What number is that? Everybody's is that number concerned. seven? Is that number seven? I believe it's number five. All right, well, I'm gonna say number seven. <laughs> Most likely number seven compared to the rest of the country. Anyway, so uh, the concerns with that, I, I agree. Um, we, we are seeing more and more traffic, but what the city's also trying to do is um, diversify the area. That's why the new uh, Coral Grove Town Center is being put in the Northwest. We have a new ABC Liquor finally up in the Northwest because the only one previously was in the Southeast. So we're bringing things out to the Northwest to spread the city out so there's not so much congestion. Many roads do have two and three lanes of width, but what it really comes down to is if you're a driver down here, be respectful. If you're a left lane lingerer, which you know I absolutely despise, get in the right lane, let people pass, keep things flowing. Can you help me out with that? <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna say, Let's look at uh, community events. Um, just because of the fact all this congestion, you're thinking about all the people. Yeah, well, there's a lot of events for those people. That's what's bringing them here. It's not just having the stores and the shops and the beaches. We have events. There was a music walk last night downtown Fort Myers. There's bands set up on every street corner, and they're having a great time. If you're into adult beverages, you can partake in that too freely. Walk the streets with your beverage. Um, what about the concerns of the retiree dominance down here? Well, that would be the next con, which I think what the, the problem behind that is that people think that since retirees have all the money, they're going to take all the good properties and take all the good things. They don't have a schedule. They're going to be in the restaurants at 3.30 in the afternoon and basically dominate until 7 o'clock because, you know, they go to bed early too. <laughs> and I also believe in the last 20 years, we have our average age 
in uh, this Southwest Florida area has gone from 65 to the uh, mid 40s. Mid 40s is absolutely correct. I've heard anywhere from 42 to 47. So that is the median age in our area now. So this is not an old person's place. And quite honestly, with especially with all the remote workers and all the professionals coming in the area, it's not just an area for retirees anymore. This is for families. It's for every age grouping. And once again, we talked about affordable housing. It is here if you look for it. What about the mosquitoes? Man, so, those things, annoying, huh? All right, so that's probably con number nine is the bugs and mosquitoes. Right? It's not just mosquitoes. We have these things called noceums. They bite harder than a mosquito. Uh, the itch lasts forever. And you've obviously heard about the flying cockroaches. People love those. Um, while it's not an insect, the geckos and frogs are everywhere. They're crapping on everything. So more messes to have to take care of. So yeah, we do have our negatives and you know, we, we do have black racers and other kinds of snakes here. Thankfully, not too many uh, poisonous ones. And we can't forget gators because everybody's so fixated on a gator. Well, you know what? For as many people that are fixated on gators and being afraid of them, I've seen a bunch of people also trying to approach them and just the silliness. It's kind of like out in Wyoming hearing about all the people who are approaching bears and elk and moose. It's like wildlife is not meant to be trifled with and you shouldn't do it here either. And personally to myself, I'm from the Washington DC area. The bugs are not any worse here than they are up there. Hey man, Pennsylvania was full of mosquitoes too, so I absolutely get that. Let's, uh, let's pretty much end it up with um, limited public transportation. Being that we're not a metropolitan area as of yet. That's true. We're, our walkability rating is poor, especially here in Cape Coral. Our bus systems don't go far. We do have Uber. Um, there are bike lanes. Um, if you've got two feet, you can walk. <laughs> but yeah, transportation is gonna, it's, it'll be an issue if you don't have wheels. Um, I'm seeing more and more people on electric bikes. I'm seeing more and more of the Grom motorcycles and scooters. So those are more affordable ways to travel if you need to. But um, kind of in that same vein, I'm gonna talk about outdoor recreation because not only all the waterfront stuff, that's my pro, I'm gonna throw in the uh, water recreation is part of it, but it's all of it. We have these bike trails. We have what's called uh, Tour de Cape every year. So big bicycling groups um, go out and kind of do like the Tour de France. There's a little competition. We have golf leagues here. We have bowling leagues. We have, again, all kinds of places to go with paddle boarding, kayaking, boating, uh, water skiing, diving. So outdoor activities, there's a plethora of them. Anything you can think of. We do even have hiking here. Now it's not hills kind of hiking, but you can hike. There are some trails in the area. Mountain biking is also in the area. So plenty to do if you're one of those people that needs to be active all the time. Do you have any more cons for me, Carl? I do not, and I'm still here. He's tapped out of cons? I'm tapped out of cons and I'm living here with all the cons I just said. Well, I'm gonna, loving it. And I'm gonna give you two more pros because somewhere in there we got mixed up on our numbers. But two of them, we have diverse dining options here. There's many people here from other countries that you may not be aware of. We have a big German um, influx, so there's different foods that you're gonna find there. Uh, lots of, there's some Indian places here that are also very good. Um, so it is rather diverse. And if you can't find it here, we are within two hours of Tampa, Miami, um, three, Sarasota two, even. Yeah, Sarasota's great, great food. They great have great cuisine. food as well. Great so, art, great art. Lot of, a lot of that An and accessible. So 
the other thing is the cultural um, diversification. We do have the Barber Me Man Center here that brings in a lot of entertainers. Uh, the other day down at the Jermaine Arena or the Hertz Arena, um, we had Thomas Rhett and a couple other entertainers. And this year it's Jason been Aldean. constant. Jason Aldean's been here. So we have a lot of different entertainment options that are more cultural. Um, if you're somebody that's into art, I do know the Sarasota area, Tampa, Miami, they, they have plenty of um, different venues for that. But if that's your gig, you're going to find it somewhere nearby. But those are the main reasons why, in my eyes, you want to be here. Absolutely gorgeous, like today, and you can still educate yourself with all that kind of stuff. And uh, I don't know, maybe you'll even drag a friend on a boat once in a while and come experience this. <laughs> Beautiful thing. All right, guys, that's a little bit more about the pros and cons of living in Southwest Florida, Cape Coral, Fort Myers specifically. Uh, if you want any more information on living in the area, check out one of these other videos. And if you've got a specific question you need an answer to, you've got to call, text, or email because I've got your back when moving to the Gulf Coast. Subscribe. <laughs> Subscribe, like Carl said.